Hey everyone, this is the Everyday Leader Podcast, where we hear from inspiring individuals building and leading teams across Africa. Today I speak with Louisa McKenna, the General Manager of East Africa for Seamless HR. Louisa is based in Nairobi, Kenya, where she has previously held a number of business development roles across talent development and recruitment companies like Fuzu, African Management Institute, and Brighter Monday. Our discussion touches on a number of important topics for managers to consider as they grow their careers and manage businesses. She shares her experiences around finding what she can be the best at, making time to pause during career transitions, working with a coach, her new role at Seamless HR, and much more. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Louisa. Welcome to the Everyday Leader podcast. I'm really excited to have you here today. You've had lots of experience working for teams uh, that are based across Africa. You've also had the opportunity to work with a coach through Coffee Chat, so I'm sure there will be tons to talk about today. Welcome. Thanks, Chris. Thank you so much. It's so wonderful to be here. Thank you for this opportunity, and I'm excited to dive in. Amazing. So you have held a number of different uh, leadership roles. Uh, I'm curious, uh, when you look back, uh, what is one of the first experiences you can remember that stands out to you which uh, kind of paints how you started to step up into leadership roles? Uh, very nice question. I think for me, that would be when I was a personal assistant to a high school principal. <laughs> I have, it's probably nowhere in my um, profile, but I've had quite the journey. Um, so I remember, I think I was around 21, 22 years old. I was the personal assistant to a high school principal. And I think that was my very first experience on the corporate world and responsibility and being in charge of a number of, of things. And, 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 and to me, at that very young age, that was someone quite uh, respectable and senior. And so for me, that is my very first memory of um, corporate world and responsibility. Um, to that extent. So I would say that that was it. Yeah. It's true that there are tons of experiences that we all have that uh, play kind of a big part in shaping who we are and, and how we show up on a personal basis and a professional basis that don't show up on our LinkedIn page. So I'm glad that you, you brought that up. Um, yeah. Tell me a bit more about how that uh, kind of shaped uh, how you think about uh, management or how that helped shape the early decisions you made in your career? You know, um, I think the, the main thing that I remember was just the number of tasks that I needed to manage and also people's expectations that I needed to manage. Um, of course, being a personal assistant also means a lot of confidentiality and being able to, to think on your feet and act very fast depending on what um was urgent and, and important at the time and and so this person is really just giving you full authority over their their life over their their daily schedule so for me that was um a time that i that i learned how to be number one accountable and number two very um consistent in in my in my planning very aware of my uh, surrounding and and confidence as well uh, because prior to that, and this also isn't uh, featured in any of my, you know, in my profile, because prior to that, I did a number of short 
um, contract jobs um, in, in different call centers around Nairobi. So, uh, in, and in that time, you know, you were just doing it because you were still in uni and you needed to earn uh, a shilling or two. So that was, that was it. But when I got this personal assistant job, I mean, just the responsibility, being aware of, um, you know, myself and, and, and growing that confidence to be able to manage someone's um, calendar and being accountable for that. I think that really shaped a lot of things throughout my career, especially the consistency part. Um, that has really helped me a lot. That's what I would say. And uh, from looking at your bio, you uh, kind of grew from that experience and ended up uh, over time growing your career in sales and business development. You spent two years at Brighter Monday as a business development executive, grew then into a business development manager at African Management Institute, and then mm-hmm. eventually uh, a manager at Fuzu and then head of business development um, yeah. there before more recently moving uh, into a regional manager role at Seamless HR. So um, I'm curious how, as you have reflected recently, uh, how your management style and how your career uh, focus has evolved over the years mm-hmm. as you've grown in seniority and responsibility and as you've mm-hmm. navigated these different types of, of companies. I think um, what I did myself is um, I, I normally take a break. Um, and the break earlier was, you know, I'll take a, a one month break or a few weeks break to just reflect on the role that I just had before moving to the next one. What are the lessons I have learned uh, before progressing on to the next one? So I think one of the things that I would say is always take a pause and reflect. Um, a lot of times you're just, running around as human beings and chasing the next thing and you know trying to beat the next deadline and trying to catch the next bus and catch the next thing without really taking time to sit and reflect and really see yourself progress and yourself um, grow and learn and what are the lessons you learned what are what are the difficult things that you had to go through and what came out of that so for me that has been something that I've made very consistent throughout my career and one of the other things that I've also um, that I also did earlier on is set my my goal to be the best in one thing and for me that was um, building relationships I'm, I'm a very relatable person I believe and um, building businesses and and that business development angle to it um, so sales and, and all of that that's what I wanted to be the best at and so Setting that intention um, from the earlier days at Brighter Monday helped me really focus and hone all my energy, all my learning opportunities around that, because that's what I wanted to do. Um, I, I, I very early on discovered or realized that what I want to do with my life is to impact businesses in a positive way. And how can I do that? I love working with people I love, um, interacting with people, building relationships. And I do it so effortlessly that I knew I can make this into um, something that I love doing every day and focus all my energies, my learnings around that. So that's what I basically did. Um, The other thing that I will say um, in terms of growing now into management is 
you have to be consistent and you have to understand that the people you're working with are human beings. So treat everyone as as you would, you know, want to be treated or, and I know it's very cliche to say that, but for me, what that means is every interaction that I've had, even before I was uh, a manager, it is treat people with respect and give people an opportunity to to teach you something and to learn something from them. So even in my growth and in my career growth, um, I've always learned from my team. And I've always told them that, guys, listen, if I don't know something, I will tell you that I don't know. And I would like for you to show me because I can see you're very good at it. And that has really helped me, uh, one, deepen the connection that I have with my team. And two, keep myself grounded and know that um, every opportunity is a learning opportunity. Um, learning just doesn't happen in a classroom. It happens all around us every day. So you need to, to be humble and soak yourself into experiences every day. And I think for me, that has really helped um, grow me in, into management, it grow my, my um, career advancements and, and everything. Yeah, so that's what I will say. Uh, I really liked your comment and your strategy, really, of taking time to pause, regroup, and be really intentional about um, how you are showing up at work and how you are making different career transitions so that you can uh, be the best you can be in in uh, the role that you're aiming for. And, and you touched on building relationships. I'm, sh- I'm curious if there's uh, an example you're open to share that you, you know, where you took that time to pause and, and how you uh, made maybe a different type of decision uh, because you took the time to be uh, intentional about that decision? Um, yeah, well, I have two very uh, distinct experiences, but let me speak on, on the most recent one. Um, so my transition from um, Fuzu, where I spent the last five years helping um, build connections in East Africa and uh, open up uh, the market to a a software that is basically Mm -hmm. dealing uh, and helping companies recruit in a smarter way. And and I think, you know, for those five years, I completely fell in love with the brand. I completely fell in love with with the mission and the vision and more so the people that I was working with every day. So, that transition in itself was really difficult for me. It was really difficult for my for my team and and for 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 Fuzu, and and not just that, but also the people that I uh, managed to talk to during my time and all the clients that came on board. So it was a really difficult transition. And in as much as um, that decision was difficult, what I remember. Um, vividly happening was I, I, I spoke to my CEO uh, about my decision um, to to transition into something else. And his words were, you know, Louis, I have seen your growth um, since joining the company and I love that you are completely, um, your blood runs yellow. Like you, you're truly uh, uh, an ambassador of this brand. So I wish you all the best. And I know that even out there, you're still going to be an ambassador of the brand. And that made me feel, you know, some level of satisfaction and comfort that, you know, despite the difficulty in moving on, um, I still have support from from this organization and more so the founder 
and blessings to move forward. And so what I did was I I wanted to take a six month break um, from Fuzu to my next adventure. And that six months for me was to do a number of things. Number one, it was to reflect on my five years, what I've been able to achieve, what I've been able to, to learn, um, the connections that I built. I wanted to make them deeper. I just didn't want them to be just a professional connection, but I wanted to go deeper with, with all those companies that I engaged with. Um, number three, I also wanted to, you know, look at uh, myself, um, now my personal side. I wanted to grow more, uh, learn more. And there are a number of things that I wanted to do with just family stuff that I couldn't uh, do, you know, when you're chasing the next big thing. So that decision to pause and, and do all that reflection really helped me a lot because my mindset changed. I met so many people during that break. It wasn't six months like I intended it to be, but I met uh, I made deeper connections with other people and I was also able to, you know, um, open up my mind and prepare myself for the next role because what the next role that I was going to do was one in a co- in in same industry but different um, offering. Uh, number two, it was a very different role from what I was doing before, and so I needed to be in that headspace, meet people who are already in that um, role, uh, connect with them, learn something from them, so that my transition or my adaptability to the role was a bit seamless, and so. Yeah, that's that's um that's what I would say. The earlier on was I was a I was too young. I was I think twenty twenty two um around there, and it's um same thing I think for me, just pausing and reflecting on what I want to do next um has really helped. Yeah. Amazing. I like how you actively sought out others that uh, have been in the type of role that you're now. Um, Picking up at Seamless HR, I'm curious what type of advice those people gave you, what stood out and, and what seems to be really um, ringing true in your first few months in this new role and what might not be ringing true yet. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because everyone told me that I will feel like an imposter for a couple of, of weeks or even months and it's okay. And um, a friend also actually uh, told me that um, for her, she had to even seek out uh, counseling or, you know, professional counseling um, to to reestablish her, herself, like rebrand herself, because she felt like, oh, my God, I'm just an imposter. How can these people trust me with all this responsibility? Um, I mean, who am I to think I can handle this? Like all these thoughts will come to your head um, because it, it's quite different from what you're used to. It, it's a whole different um, ball game and responsibility. So yeah, many people told me, Louis, pre- prepare yourself. You're going to feel like an imposter. Um, you're going to make a few mistakes. And when you do make that mistake, quickly write it down and remember it because those are the small um wins that you'll be feeling very proud of and I can tell you for sure the imposter yes 100% it has happened um, I don't know if it's something that ever dies down because it's, it's just your your mind you know you know sometimes you do something and you keep 
asking yourself, is this the right way to do it? Have I really, you know, done it the right way? You know, all these thoughts will come to your head. But I think um, to rise above that is to remember that you, you are where you are because you deserve to be where you are. And all the learning that you've gone through in life prepared you for this position. And for me, I think that gives me comfort. And, and also, you know, I've, I've been reading or rather I've read um, The Power of Now by, um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but, but Eckhart Tolle, I think is his name. And um, the book basically just teaches you to be present and take in every experience, every emotion in the present. And if you acknowledge the present, the present, your body will also acknowledge it. And so if, if I do that every single morning, um, take a few minutes to just be aware of my, of my current state of mind, be aware of, of my feelings, of my fears, of my doubts, of the things that I feel really proud of, of the things that I am 100% confident about, it helps calm and tame my mind and set the tone for the day. So that has really, really been powerful for me in this in this journey on this new role. That's uh, so true. I, I've also found it incredibly helpful to take a few minutes uh, at the beginning of each day. I do about a five-minute uh, meditation through the Headspace app and also use the five-minute journal app to do a couple uh, intentions for the day and, and reflections just to be a bit uh, more self-aware. And, and while we're on that topic, I know that you... I had an opportunity to uh, work with an executive coach uh, towards the end of your time at Fuzu, uh, a coach that was um, that you found through the Coffee Chat platform. So I'm curious if you could uh, reflect a little bit about your experience working uh, with a coach in a professional setting. What was that like? Had you worked with a coach before? And what are the types mm -hmm. of uh, topics uh, that you discussed in in areas that you focused on throughout that engagement for those that maybe haven't had the chance to work with a coach before? Yeah. I mean, first of all, um, for anyone who's listening to this, please go and check out Coffee Chat. I think it's the best thing that has happened to me in the last two years of my career. It's one of those things that I put out there all the time that I get an opportunity to talk about. I think Coffee Chat, um, your coaches are excellent and my experience was mind-blowing and really mind-opening. Um, so I came across Coffee Chat um, while, while I was still working with my previous employer at Fuzu. And um, it's what, what started off as, you know, let me see how this goes. It ended up as I absolutely need this in my life. And I'm going to do this forever as long as i i'm continuing to live and everything i am going to do this uh, more and more so my experience was really was really nice it was beautiful um i i walked into it uh, i have done um prof not, not professional but uh, on a personal level i have done um therapy so walking in i thought that hey this is probably going to be the same thing um just that now we're just going to be talking about work and it wasn't at all what I was expecting and and I love the fact that my coach um, from the beginning set 
the the foundation of letting me know that um, number one, she's not there to give me, you know, um, opinions or like, this is what you should absolutely do. This is not what you should be doing. This is not how you should be thinking about things. To I am here to guide your thoughts. I am here to be a mirror that you can reflect and bounce off um, what your thoughts are, like what you're going through, what your career path looks like, what you want to achieve for yourself. I'll be that mirror for you. And that's what I loved about it because during my entire experience with my coach, I learned, and this, this, this is absolutely beautiful, I learned that I have all the answers within myself. Even for the most complex of challenges, I have all the answers to myself. I remember very vividly, one of the things we were talking about is I had a situation at work where I needed to deliver um, difficult feedback to my superior. And, you know, at Fuzu, we had this beautiful culture where, you know, we have an open door policy. You can, you can speak your mind and you'll be heard and there will be steps to change if there were things to be changed. Um, but at that particular moment, the reason why it was very difficult for me is because I felt that the feedback that I was going to give was more hitting on the personal element of this person more than it was a professional. And every single time you want to deliver or have a difficult conversation with someone, you really need to think about their feelings and how they're going to receive it and know how you're going to deliver that um that communication to them in a way that is not attacking their emotional self, but helping them realize uh, maybe their actions or their comments may have led you to feel a certain type of way. I hope that people can understand that. And if, if not, I mean, I, I can, I don't know how else to explain it. But so what, what happened was um, the coach that I was working with she didn't tell me what to do. She just walked me through, first of all, how I was going to deliver this feedback to how, how would I, you know, um, feel if my, you know, someone working with me were to deliver the same feedback? How would I want them to deliver the same feedback? And, you know, I had all the answers. I had all the answers, basically. I just needed someone to help me think through it, you know, um, step by step, but all the answers were with me. So I think that for me was the most powerful thing with the, my coaching sessions. Um, every challenge that I faced um, during the, the, the sessions, I found that I clearly understood what I needed to do. I just needed, you know, guidance um, step by step on how to navigate things. Um, so I absolutely love them. I, you know, I recently had a conversation with the same coach and, you know, I was telling her that, hey, I think I need to sign up, you know, um, full time so that we can have regular sessions. And I want, and I want also to be able to guide someone else. So <clears throat> figure out how I can also be able to give back because that's a big part of who I am, give back and and help someone else who's gone through some of the difficult things that I've gone through and w let them 
be, you know, be able to see or have enlightenment that I that I had as well. So coffee chat absolutely recommended. Um, it's a five star for me. Amazing. Uh, thank you so much for for sharing that that reflection, and, and very happy that you had such a great experience with your coach. And uh, it sounds very similar to the experiences I had working with a coach uh, earlier in my career, which ultimately motivated me to to start Coffee Chat as a coaching platform to make it easier to access coaches, especially for uh, middle managers uh, like ourselves. And great. So uh, you also mentioned on this idea of of wanting to give back and, and to uh, kind of coach others as well. And that's often a natural progression after working with a coach. You you see mm-hmm. how powerful the approach of just simply asking questions and acknowledging that that other person probably has all the answers already within them. You just need to mm-hmm. help them think through and be more intentional, mm-hmm. aware of how they're approaching a particular situation, like the one that you mentioned. and. Uh, it's actually something that uh, um, you know can definitely can definitely happen. I think the coaching approach to management uh, is not the same thing as a professional coaching uh, that you have mm-hmm. gone through, but there are certainly elements of that uh, using things like the grow model where you systematically walk someone through a challenge or an opportunity they're facing and, and only use questions to uh, help them uh, come up with different options and commit on a way forward is something that we uh, as Coffee Chat are, are including with a new peer coaching uh, network, which uh, might be of interest to you, but we can talk about mm-hmm. that offline. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd love yeah. to now dive more into Seamless HR, a very exciting company. They just uh, closed a, a new funding round uh, and are looking to expand uh, beyond Nigeria, uh, I imagine, uh, especially given your role as a regional manager in East Africa, I imagine you are helping lead that charge. So tell us more about Seamless HR and, and what that new role is that you have. Yeah, I mean, first of all, yes, we are extremely excited um, to have raised $10 million to help us um, scale across Africa and help businesses in Africa and in other emerging markets to feel the impact of having a platform like Seamless HR um, automate your HR processes and your entire HR value chain. So we are absolutely excited about it. Um, so yeah, I mean, Seamless HR um, first came, well, I first came across it um, early last year. And I remember sitting and thinking to myself um, after this first conversation I had with Seamless HR, oh my God, this is beautiful. This is not only a platform that is built um, for Africa, but it's also built by Africans. Seamless HR um, development team is 100% local. And having worked in so many um, companies where we had developers in different parts of the world, that made communication with the, the sales team, which is the teams that I've led, um, very you know strenuous and very difficult. But with Seamless HR, everything is in-house. You, know, you just have to either walk from your desk straight to the dev desk and, and, you know, have a conversation on, hey, I have this idea, there's this um, client I met and these are the features that they were talking about. What do you think about it? And if it's something that they're already working on, you can get that feedback immediately and can be able to relate um, it back to your, to your clients and be like, hey, this is something we're actually working on. So for me, 
that that just that fact that everything is in house was absolutely amazing um so speaking on on the recent fundraise and my current role well i think our ceo has already spoken about this but uh we're excited because now we're able to scale and move um across africa and our goal is to impact um businesses in emerging markets help them to automate the entire hr value chain everything from you know when you're recruiting to when you're onboarding an employee um to leave management to payroll management performance and appraisal time and attendance you know how how do i track that biometric um login from my employees at a warehouse to when they clock out um you know uh, tracking overtime expenses you know um all, all this all these things including offboarding you know when someone is exiting an organization or your organization what are the steps um because you want you want every single process that an employee goes through within your company to be seamless you want them to feel that they have a place a safe space where they can log in and be able to give feedback um either anonymously or not and and their feedback is received and they can see it's been actioned um and even when an employee is is leaving an organization many people don't think about this but that process is actually quite uh powerful because how you make them feel when they exit will depend on how they will speak about your brand when they are no longer part of the brand and and that is still marketing if you think about it in my in my eyes so that's what we are building and that's what we are we are uh, doing so my role in as regional manager east africa is to help set up the business here um locally that means you know everything from operations mm-hmm. um figuring out you know our our legal uh presence here are we you know sound everything from taxes just setting all of that up and now um speaking to as many businesses as possible and and companies and getting them excited as we are on cbs hr so primarily that will be my role um i will definitely have a team so also i'm excited to 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 meet and and to have a team that we can you know build this unicorn together with um here in east africa and so yeah that's primarily what my role will be i'm excited it's very different from what i was doing before um because this time it is um four countries um impacting different businesses i'm not just uh, going to be dealing with one particular industry but understanding the nuances of different um businesses in different industries and what uh, would work best for them what solutions will impact them in a positive light um for me that's what is more exciting because now i get to interact with uh, different businesses different levels of of people as well um from from an employee and understanding what really matters to them when they have um a hrs system their employee self service system what do they want to be engaging with in that system um yeah and and the fact that it's east africa i mean i can get to to travel and and meet different people so as a passion of mine of tra- to travel this is this role is just all around exciting challenging but absolutely exciting well the challenging roles are often the most rewarding ones as you said absolutely yeah i know it's still early on uh this does mm-hmm. seem like a much broader uh role with a lot of uh, more moving parts perhaps than your previous role uh, which focused on business development um mm-hmm. from from the the early 
impressions. Um, how do you, um, how are you finding this process of actually setting up uh, entities really in multiple countries? Because uh, I, I've had a similar experience where I was uh, scouting different countries and, and ultimately ended up setting up uh, a country branch for uh, a company earlier in my career. Mm -hmm. And I saw it firsthand how uh, complex and uh, difficult it can be to do it right while also making sure that you're uh, not, you know, overspending, not overcommitting before you have validated that market. And there's also a lot to be said uh, for, you know, the Pan-African market. A lot of the investment uh, that's being made uh, into uh, tech-enabled companies like Seamless HR are kind of uh, balancing the difficulties but opportunities of being able to serve a Pan-African uh, market. Uh, but the realities might be a little bit more complex in terms of the ability to easily or seamlessly uh, scale across so many different uh, markets, which each in a lot of ways have their own um, regulations and requirements. So what are your early impressions so far when you've been uh, tasked with uh, actually implementing this yourself? Um, well, first of all, if you've never done operations, I mean, respect anyone who's doing operations. I feel like it's 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 really not talked about as much. There's a lot of moving parts. And and for me the, the Kenyan office is actually going to be the hub for East Africa. So that means that we don't really have to replicate um every single thing in other East African um countries. For example, we'll have a team here in Kenya, but we're not going to have a similar team in all the other East African countries, you know? Um, so there's a lot of nuances. I think for me, what has really stood out is um, dealing with, with um, understanding what is legally um, acceptable is what has been very challenging. Um, I mean, I'm born and I've, I've been raised, born and raised in Kenya, and you think that you know everything that there is to know about the legal nuances, the accounting nuances, but it's actually um, not true. So just uh, just the, the depth of how you have to really get into understanding even legal terminologies when you're not a lawyer is has been quite exciting actually, challenging but exciting uh, again. Um, and I think that for me, those are the things that I'm finding a little bit heavy you know, in my in my other roles, yes, I was reviewing contracts. Yes, I was, you know, part of the team that would, you know, speak with corporate lawyers in different companies and, and negotiate on different things. But it's different when you're on this other side and you're trying to understand what are the legal steps that I need to take to make sure that the company is covered, um, that we are following all the rules that and regulations that are within this country. Um, and then, you, then, then, and then there's the whole accounting element where you need to understand the different uh, tax implications, whether you're running payroll or whether it is, you know, receiving funds from 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 um, organizations that are outside and they're paying here in Kenya, and if you are also paying here, like all those nuances for me have been an eye opener. Like I have absolutely a lot of respect for anyone who's done operations and has been in charge of operations setting up an organization isn't easy 
And for me, I'm not doing it just by myself. I, I have a lot of support from the Seamless team. They are, they have been absolutely amazing in helping me, um, setting me up with the right people. Um, anytime I need um, to bounce off ideas, they mean they're always there. So for me, it's been, it doesn't actually feel like I am alone in East Africa for now because the team is really present. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of nuances, Chris, and it, every day there's something new that you're learning. And, and as I said earlier on, learning for me doesn't happen in the classroom. Right now, I've understood so many legal terminologies that I never would have if I wasn't in this role. So everything I'm going through is, is beautiful and I appreciate it. Yeah. I was going to ask uh, how you as a leader are kind of making sure you're getting up to speed and um, asking the right questions and uh, making sure all the um, you know keys are crossed and whatever the expression yeah. is. But yeah. uh, it sounds like you, you answered me already that you're you know leaning a lot on different team members and the experts uh, that you guys may be consulting with, which is always uh, a good strategy. Uh, are there any other tips that you would advise when uh, a leader steps into a role maybe that uh, requires a uh, new uh, rapid mm-hmm. uh, you know learning on the job? Uh, yeah, network, 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 network. Speak to as many people as possible, people in your industry, people who have started their own, sorry, people who started their own businesses, speak to entrepreneurs who've gone through this process. Um, Of course, you'll have very many consultants that you're working with to understand and experts in their field, like legal experts, accounting experts, um, you will have that. But it is also very important that you also speak to people who've had to start their own businesses and what they had to go through. Um, it really opens my eyes um, every single time. And I find that my conversations now are much more richer because I am speaking to different, to different people in different industries. I'm not limiting myself to just, you know, um, accounting or legal. I'm speaking to people who've done, um, uh, who've, who've, who've created their own payroll systems and how that worked for them. What, what are the learnings that they had earlier on that work in East Africa that haven't worked anywhere else. I'm speaking to different HR professionals to understand what matters to them, you know, when it comes to having a a software like Seamless HR in East Africa. So network as much as possible. You know, don't be shy um, to say that, hey, um, I'm very new to this uh, role or, you know, I'm new to this and I'm just learning. Uh, what, are, what are some of the things that you learned earlier on when you're starting out that you can tell me so that I can look out for? You'd be surprised. People really want to share and people are open to, to holding your hand. You just have to ask. And, and there's nothing embarrassing about saying you don't know. I mean, in, in school, my teacher always used to say, if, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So ask, be be open to having conversations and, and be open to being vulnerable and saying that you don't know something because there's always going to be someone out there who has done it before, has gone through the same experiences that you're going through and they're more than willing to help hold your hand. So that's what I would advise anyone who, who finds themselves in a similar situation. That's so true. Uh, just as we start to wrap up for today, 
Um, I, you know, uh, seamless HR is is uh, on on the cutting edge of of HR technology and, and the types of services that will uh, power the future of work. Um, are there any trends that you would be willing to share that you're seeing in the HR uh, tech market and and what uh, the you know future uh, gig workers and and uh, leaders out there should be uh, not surprised to start to see in the coming years. Uh, I've been in the HR uh, space for a while now, and what when I first started out, I noticed that companies were still relying on very traditional ways of managing people. Um, but right now, it's opening up. There is more uptake in um, taking on technology, and I think the pandemic has really fast tracked everyone's um, mindset in towards technology and how we can embed it into our day-to-day lives. So I think some of the trends, um, let me see, what are the trends that I'm seeing currently? Um, there is automation happening all around us um, in, top, in terms of people management. Um, if you think about uh, payroll, for instance, Um, I'm talking to so many people right now and there's so many businesses actually where you can manage payroll from if you have 10 employees to if you have 5,000 employees and there is always a solution that is that has something unique about them that um, businesses find appealing. Um, So automation is happening all around us um, in terms of people management and in the HR space. Um, Lots of um, companies and, and even bodies that manage um, human resources are moving into more um, software, uh, software management systems or, you know, more technology advancements. So I think it's just automation is happening. I don't have um, anything per se that I can say is new because everything that is happening is an improvement of something that has already occurred. Um, yeah, so that's what I would say. I mean, it will come a time where we don't even have to to meet people. You know, uh, I mean, we can we're we're already working remotely. We're hiring people remotely as it is right now. It's just that we're improving how we're hiring them remotely. We have um, video interviews now. We have onboarding that can happen virtually. We have uh, tasks assigned virtually. We can manage uh, and view tasks um, online. We can have reviews online. You can have your one-on-ones with your team online. It's just an improvement of what is already in, in the space that is happening, you know, improving maybe the quality of, of how you manage your reports versus, you know, what you're doing before maybe with, with Excel, which was still online. But now you have so many tools like Asana, like HubSpot, like Pipedrive that you can use to manage um, your tasks on a daily. So, yeah, that's what I would say quite exciting and it's always uh, important to keep in mind that a lot of the automation tech are are generally not going to replace us as managers but they're going to enable us to be better managers uh, i'll keep an eye out for maybe a slack uh app that like prepares a performance review um for different direct <laughs> reports that monitors all of the past engagement and things like that uh, that would be quite helpful um but yeah thank you so much for uh, sharing about your leadership journey so far. Uh, it's been quite impressive yeah. and sounds like you're, you're really pushing hard and, and continuing to grow yourself uh, and now 
continuing to grow an exciting company, uh, Seamless HR, into East Africa. I'm wishing you and your team all of the best and so happy that uh, working with a coach has been uh, a helpful part of your journey so far and looking forward to keeping in touch. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. Um, Everyone listening, please look up Coffee Chat. It's amazing. It will really impact your life positively. Look up Seamless HR. We are in East Africa and we want to work with you. So please reach out as well. Um, yeah, and, and thank you to everyone who has impacted uh, my growth from my days at Brighter Monday to working with AMI and, and most recently with Fuzu. I just want to say a big thank you to all my managers um, because I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for the lessons and the opportunities to grow that were afforded to me. So, yeah, thank you, everyone. Thanks, Chris, for this. Amazing. Thanks, Louisa. Bye. Bye. Thank you.